hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, let's have it. Well, good morning, everybody, and it is news on this March 3rd, 2021. March 3rd is the day that is important because today is National Anthem Day. Oh, it was, news. By the breaking way, news. Yeah, I was breaking say, news. Thank you. Armin. Armin? Armin. Armin Few. That Armin, sounds good. Armin is the man's does, first name yeah. who now wants us to help him choose his last name. Yes, sir. Armin, Armin Few works well. I Armin am, Few sounds great. I would go with Hammer. So that would be a lower seed. I would, I hang on, unless, go ahead, you have to say it. It is March Dadness. Thank you. Every one of us gets one dad joke a day for the month month of March to celebrate the greatness it is. The month of brackets. Okay. I apologize uh, for not blurting ones. that out earlier. There is also so there is a seating thing that Brandon had set aside for Arm and Hammer. Uh-huh. Arm in the cookie jar, I think, is one of them that he had. Oh, good one. Arm in the cookie jar. Yeah. yeah. So there's a couple of those, but he had them all at one seed line. Like, it's all, yeah. like, the 13 or 14 seeds. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not likely to win the whole tournament and really become your name, but you never know. And looks good on the bracket. Okay, yep. sorry, Kev. How much is the last so- name Arm? Arm and Arm. Oh, dang it. March Dadness! Just- you only get one a day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just over. It's my bad. I'm now sorry. We- now they're just bad jokes. Yeah. That's my so- bad. The other, the other thing, the problem is that with our buddy Brandon making this list, he's probably going to put Norvell Jr. because Brandon's favorite Gonzaga player ever was Zach Norvell Jr. Oh. And he's probably going to put that as the number one Gonzaga seed, which is hilarious if it goes to Armin Norvell Jr. I like also like which the is fact that great. he put a junior They're, without a senior. Yeah. No, <laughs> that is a real interesting twist. You are a junior, and there is no That's senior great. at all. It's fun. Just throw a junior on yeah, it. Yeah, why not? I mean, there's no real rules. I mean, there's you know protocol, but no rules. So there, there you have. Okay, that we got the name. We got the name. Okay. Well, he's going to get 68 good ones to choose from. Yes, sir. We'll wait and see how that all turns out. It makes watching March Madness even more fun. It does. Uh, it but, will give. It will give the people listening right now who care nothing about college basketball a yeah. little. A little something to root for yeah, there. for sure. On this day, in what year did we adopt the national anthem or the Star Spangled Banner as our national anthem? Do, oh, do we know oh. that answer? Uh, I'm going to go 1828. Some great guess. I, I would have guessed it in the early 1800s as well. Mm, I'm going to say 1900, even. 1931. Wow. Oh. The Star Spangled Banner became our national anthem. It was adopted by Thanks, the Bruce. U.S. Senate and went to President Hubert Hoover. Who is it? Herbert Hoover. That's easy for me to say. Herbert Hoover for signature. The president signed it the same day, and the national anthem is now the national anthem we all know and love, the Star Spangled Banner. How about Armin Hoover? Why does that name rank? That's Armin Hoover cool sounds awesome. Armin Hoover sounds rad. I like that Armin one. Hoover is a really good name. Except for the person who go, oh, I bet that's painful. Well, we're doing two. Well, we're doing fun little questions. I've got two for you. All right. That I heard last night. When was the company Nintendo? When was that company? The company created. Nineteen sixty-four. Okay, Kevin. Eighty-four. Oh. Eighteen eighty-nine. 
<laughs> so there's one for you. Wow. There's a little something really? I learned last night. 1889 for Nintendo. Kind of weird. Oh, my goodness. When did Pablo Picasso die? Uh, oh, Picasso's old. He, he, like, he died in 1644. Right when they made the Tri-Cities, so that would have been in the 50s. 1950. Jay is going to be closest. So I thought with Kevin, I was in the 1600s. Pablo Picasso died in 1973. Oh, my goodness. Kevin, did, I'm with you. I had no idea he was alive the same time Bob Ross was alive. What a what? time in our what? history. I assume Pablo Picasso was from the 1600s back when they painted the yeah. ceilings of buildings. That's funny. And he was when probably did he pretty, die? What do you How say? How did you know he was 1900s, Jay? Just random. I, same reason I'm just guessing Nintendo and, was in 64. And why just throwing did we numbers say out. Tri-Cities? Oh, because isn't that one of the Tri-Cities? Picasso? Oh, that's Pasco. My bad. You, you, you're over on your joke. So that's three now, right? Well, so you're about to get suspended. Okay. I, I, I probably just need to go to a timeout. We made the was... game so that it would be, like, we can't, you, you're oversaturating the game. Huh. I, I'm going to have to, you got to have to go to a timeout, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. My bad. Like, the dad jokes are easy. We can all do the dad jokes, but the what? fun part about the dad jokes is one a day through the month of March. Well, it's funny because I find myself now not being able to do one every day where I would normally do one. And now with the pressure of just getting one, yeah. I find myself not not doing it all day. And then it's going to be like my final thought every day. I'm going to have to squeeze one in because yeah. I haven't that's, done That's it the hard part, right? The March dadness. Yes. One dad joke a day for the month of March. There was a setup you guys had in the 6 o'clock opening of the segment. And I thought, do I shoot my shot now? Mm. Or wait, because like Kevin's doing, what if you wait too long and nothing else comes to your head, and now you are stuck with creating a dad joke right. in the moment at the very end of the show, which isn't going to be as good. Right. Yeah, now, that's a risky play. Okay, well, there, there's a couple weird things for you. Nintendo in the 1800s, Pablo okay. Picasso, the old, 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 old painter who died in 1973. How old was he when he died? So Do we weird. know? Because he probably he was pretty was old. He huh? was It looks like 90 or 90, 92? Okay. 92 years old. Well, and it's always like, you know, that's a real Picasso or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's legendary. It like does like sound Beethoven older, or yeah. Bach or I, It just sounds like he would be an old guy. I did not realize Picasso. Huh. I just learned that last night, and I was blown away by it. Those are two good stats. Uh, fact, well, the some... person who told me it is trustworthy, and I was like, oh, that's a great stat, and immediately grabbed my phone and turned away from him to fact check him. <laughs> but he knew it like off the top of his head? He had, he had heard it as well, and I was oh, like, well, okay. you heard wrong, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in your face about it. As we celebrate National Anthem Day, let's look back on the National Anthem and some fun things about the National, National Anthem that maybe you didn't know that you can add to your little tidbit, Slim. It was written uh, well, September 13th, 1814. A lawyer and poet, Francis Scott Key, he was actually negotiating the release of American prisoners abroad on a British ship when he became a prisoner them, himself. They, they just decided, you know what, we're done negotiating with you, you're going in jail too. <laughs> Held through the night, he watched the relentless uh, fight of the British troops bombing Baltimore by land and sea. Hmm. The next morning, flying above Fort McHenry, all he saw was a resilient American flag flying above that fort. And it inspired Key to write a poem that would change our culture forever. The poem was called, 
Uh, what's the name of it exactly? Where did it go? I feel like oh. I should know that, too. It's one of those things you feel it, like, I don't really know the story. I mean, bits and pieces of it, but not really the story. And it's something we've all probably heard at some point, right? Yeah. And then just go, oh, yeah, I, I, the the Battle of McHenry something. Fort. Oh, I had it, guys, and I've lost it. You know, you're I looking am, for the original name of the poem? The worst, yes. I apologize. I'll see if I can help you here. I'll look for it. I thought I had it here, and I don't have it. And now, Defense of Fort McHenry. There it is. Well, that seems... You Defense know, of what, Fort McHenry. What you're watching, I guess. The name of the poem. Well, then what happened, he wrote the poem, and a few days later, his brother said... This poem actually fits to our favorite drinking song. <laughs> it There's was always a, a brother. There's always the a brother. Tune, the tune uh, is from an American drinking tune. Well, what and, is it? Um, I don't have the name of the tune, but he was said he just so he put the music from that tune and kind of hummed it out and then said to his brother, man, that this could be a song. They then printed it in the newspaper. I and love that. That's insane. There is an infamous spelling mistake in the first written copy of the sheet music of the Star Spangled Banner. The original edition can be easily identified by the misprint where it says in the subtitle, the Star Spangled Banner, a periodic song. A periodic? Periodic <laughs> song. Instead of a patriotic song. They forgot the That's tea. hilarious. A periodic song. Oops. That is how you know for sure it is the original one because it had a spelling error. Now, <laughs> did we also know that there is more than one verse to the Star Spangled Banner? I did not. We stopped singing, you know, Land of the Free, Home of the Brave. That is where we stop. Typically, we don't sing past that first verse because the following four contain even more challenging phrases such as foes, haughty host, and dread silence reposes. Oh, no. And Whoa. fitfully blows, half conceals, half discloses. Whoa, could you imagine? You think no. you forget the words now. Nobody is getting that right. Oh, heavens no. Plus, way too long already. Like, you know, it two is. minutes is perfect. Good edit going to the, yep. you know. Now, I think we all agree that we have said time and time again, we like the national anthem to sound you know, most, as it was written, I think is what we always say, right? Sing it as it was written. Traditional? Yeah, the traditional sound of the national anthem. I think most people really enjoy that. And Francis Scott Key himself wouldn't probably recognize today's version of the national anthem. The song was originally intended for a group of people to sing together. And let's remember, it was put to well, music drinking sounds to like. their favorite drinking yeah. song. And he said, so it has... You know, the solo affair is a much slower tempo, tempo and tune than the original, ah. where it was more of a group singing together faster. Interesting. Boy, we had it right from the from the get-go. Yes. Right? Everyone's <laughs> yeah. singing, because we, we all love it when we're at a sporting event and everyone in the place is singing the anthem. Mm -hmm. That feels so powerful. Yes. Now, I will tell you this. America didn't have a national anthem until 1931. We just learned this. Old Hoover signed it into law. But it started with another name you might recognize. Robert Ripley? You know who that guy ah, is? Ah, believe it or not. 
Ripley's Believe It or Not. In 1929, Robert Ripley published an item in his syndicated Ripley's Believe It or Not cartoon pointing out the fact that America did not even have a national anthem. Oh. After he received many letters of backlash, he told these upset patriots that their efforts would be better spent writing Congress. So that's what they did. They started writing Congress. This led to 5 million signatures on a petition that the Americans adopt a national anthem soon, and that's where they came up with the Star-Spangled Banner. Crazy. Thank you, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Honestly, didn't really know pretty much all of that story. I didn't either. There, there, that was a lot of stuff I read today about the national anthem that I thought, that is fascinating. We need to share. I may not have been paying attention in that class. You think they taught us that? Yeah, you know what? Maybe they didn't. I also would have assumed that Pablo Picasso died before Robert Ripley. That would have been wrong. Yeah. And when did you say he died? In the 70s or something? Ripley died in the 40s, and old Pablo died in the 70s. That is weird. 1970s. Yeah, that is. There you go, Robert Ripley. I'm looking at him now. He's a man of many hats, including that one safari hat that I didn't know people actually wore outside of a safari. <laughs> Does it look cool, though? It's not great. Not, the, not his best look. <laughs> okay. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Going one night just to see one of the artists. Oh, I'd consider it. Keith Urban. Do that again? Keith Urban. Kevin James. How would Dirk Bentley say his name? Dirk Bentley. And what about Thomas Rhett? That's Thomas Rhett. Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini. Mm-hmm. Morgan Evans. That's Morgan Evans, eh? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. All right. It is beat the show time. Yes, indeed. Jill's on the phone. Hello, Jill. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing today? I can't speak for the other two, but I think they're doing pretty well. I I think I would say I'm doing well as well. Well, 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 well. Uh, well, 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 well. Okay, Michelle's that ready to. My, What's that? Question. That might be my answer to some of our questions today. Well, oh. well, 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 well. <laughs> I like it. Uh oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, Michelle, let's see what we need to know. Slim is going to give us a a topic or a non-topic, depending on what he's feeling today. Today we are playing for the kids. Okay, that's. That's all you're going to get. Now you have to figure out, Jill, who, who you're going to huh. challenge, me or Kev. Uh, let's go with you. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, well, well, well. Well, well, well. All right. Good luck, Jill. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thank you. Jill, I have got seven trivia questions coming your way. You've got 60 seconds on the clock. If you want to pass on a question, we will try to get back to it if time allows. Here we go. Okay. In the 2015 Disney movie, The Descendants, Carlos is the son of what famous Disney villain? Pat. What color are Blippi's suspenders? 
are who's the senders? Blippy. Uh, red and blue. Miss Frizzle is the star of what kids' TV show? Oh my goodness, I passed. This is not good. Well, well, well. <laughs> does Elmo, that's funny, does Elmo have a tongue? Uh, let's go with no. What color is Carmen Sandiego's trench coat? Purple. Blue's Clues is back on Nick Jr. What is the name of their new host? Uh, I have no idea. Pass. <laughs> Pokemon celebrated what year anniversary last month? Uh, 30. Okay, and then no, any idea on the Disney villain? Um, no. Okay, okay. Let's, here we go. You got through all the questions. Nicely done, Jill. Well, well, well. We'll see how you do compared to Jay. Kevin, how would you have done today? Uh, I think like five. Wow. I started bad with that Disney one, but. Hello, hello. Hi, Jay. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. Jill got through all the questions. We'll see if you can do the same. Pass if you need to. We'll get back to the ones you pass on if time allows. Today we we're start, playing for the- I wouldn't mind talking to Jill for a moment before Jay plays, if that's okay. Oh, okay. Um, Jill, you have a very famous yes. name because of Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know that they went up a hill? Oh, boy. Yes. To I, I wish fetch a pail of water. What about that? <laughs> you would have preferred that? <laughs> yeah, you would have preferred that trivia. You know where they got that water? Uh, no. From a well, well, well. Oh, my God. <laughs> dad joke. Madness. Nice. No. Oh, God. my God. March Dadness. Kev, there was your March Dadness joke it. for the day. Each one of us get one dad joke for the month of March every day. We get one dad joke. It's celebrated as March Dadness <laughs> to limit our dad jokes. Kevin, well, 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 well. <laughs> All right. Are you, are you ready, Jay, to play some Beat the Show yeah. for the kids. Sure. All right. In twenty in the 2015 Disney movie The Descendants, Carlos is the son of what famous Disney villain? <laughs> I have no idea. Pass. What color are Blippi's suspenders? Uh, red. Miss Frizzle is the star of what kids show? Who? Miss Frizzle. Uh, Miss Frizzle is the star of... Frizzle and the Drizzle. Faux Drizzle. <laughs> Does Elmo you, have a tongue? Elmo. Um, hmm, I don't think so. I'm going to say no. What color is Carmen Sandiego's trench coat? <laughs> I feel like all trench coats are beige, so I'm going to go with that. Blue's Clues is back on Nick Jr. Oh. What is the name of the new host? Well, they had Steve, so it's a common name, Mike. Pokemon celebrated what year anniversary last month? Oh, yeah, it was uh, uh, 50. Okay, 50. That's probably too many, huh? Uh, You know, a couple. You know what, here's the deal. You doubled down on it. Two times. Oh, it's 25. That's what I meant. We we rolled the dice today because we've had a couple situations the last few weeks where kids have been in the car with the person playing. Oh, nice. And I thought we'd try to groove one just in case. And if you are a kid and you were just listening, I would like to know how many you got right out of these seven. Because I'm going to tell you, the adults today weren't as hot. Hmm. 
In the 2015 movie, The Descendants, Carlos is the son of what famous Disney villain? I can hear my niece Addison screaming at the radio. It's Cruella DeVille. Oh. He is the son of Cruella. Oh. oh, you know, that's funny. The first thing I thought of was Cruella DeVille, but I had no idea, only because of Emma uh, Emma Stone, right? Wasn't that yeah. the, she's going to be the, the new, new movie? movie. Yeah. I thought maybe she was more top of mind. And huh. Yeah, that, the, no, that was good. It's all the kids of the villains. All right, what color are Blippi's suspenders? Huh. We all missed this one. Kevin, they are what color? Oh, they are orange. They are orange. Oh, wow. Blippi, Blippi Kevin and I have had else. some long discussions about Blippi in the last two months. Yeah, that's out of my realm. I yeah, don't, don't, I'm not a yeah. don't go to his Wikipedia page and read about him. Oh, You'll, that's you right. Stop watching. He's a good dude now, though, right? And he wasn't really that bad of a guy, right? He uh, just Ke- did. Well, he was just childish, right? I when, would put him a little beyond childish. Uh-oh. I feel like he did. Oh, maybe I maybe didn't see all the stories, but I, yeah. I thought he just only did a few things that were like dumb stuff that like a nineteen-year-old kid would do. If you know that nineteen-year-old nineteen-year-old kid, I'd say cut him out of your life. Wow, Miss Frizzle. He's a good dude now, though, right? I don't know. I think Blippi's a good dude now. Miss Frizzle is a star of what kids show? Okay, Kev, you would have got this one, I believe. It is? Yeah, it's a magic school bus. That is yeah. a magic school bus, Miss Frizzle. Of course it is. All right, so it is still 0 0. But so we're, gonna, we're about to turn a corner. It's not the drizzle or frizzle the drizzle or whatever. No, it is. We're about to turn show? a corner here. Does Elmo have a tongue? I love that. Ernie question. and Bert have a tongue, but Elmo does not. Elmo's mouth is tongueless. Huh. And it is one to one. What color is Carmen San Diego's trench coat? We, we went all around this one, but we did not get the correct color of red. She has a red trench coat. Uh, so it remains one to one. What's that? I should have said red. I thought it. You thought Started. red? What color did you say? Purple, like an idiot. Well, <laughs> I said beige. Well, I'm well, no. <laughs> Blues Clues is back on Nick Jr. What is the name of the new host? Jay guessed Mike. It is Josh. Ah. And you, you are right that it is a basic, like just a very generic name, Josh. And finally, Pokemon celebrated what year anniversary last month? It was, it was big news last year. All the kids were super yeah. excited because all this Pokemon news came out. We had the guess of 30 by Jill, the guess of 50 by oh. Jay. It is 25 years old is Pokemon. So wow. I will say you guys did not do well at kids trivia, <laughs> but I believe that proved that you're both very adult-ish. So that's good. I think heavy on the ish there, Jill, for both of us. Sorry about that. Um, you know, better luck next time. You're a very nice person, and you your name led Kevin to a dad joke, so it can't be all bad. Awesome. Thanks, you guys, for letting me play. I sure. hope you enjoy the sunshine. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. You got it. Take care. Bye-bye. What a nice lady. Very sweet. Gosh, dang. Yeah, that was, uh, Kevin, you got five, you said? Uh, no, I think I would only got four. four. I was incorrect on one of my uh, guesses. Well, well, well. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What octagon-shaped sign was originally black and white? Kevin James. Uh, yield? <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. Okay, Slim. Blippy, who we talked about. Kev, real quick, can you explain who Blippy is? Uh, Blippi is like a television star for kids. He does, I guess, what they would consider educational. I, I think his idea was that he wanted to be like Mr. Rogers and be sort of educational, but do it through 
acting like how a kid would act so that kids would relate to it. And whatever he is, his was, it works because it works his amazing. videos are interesting to kids for sure. And he does teach them good little lessons. For sure. And we were, we were discussing him because he was in one of the questions in Beat the Show. And he's super popular. And like Kev said, he does a great job with the educating as, as cheesy as it can be sometimes to watch as an adult. It's not made for an adult. It's made for your children. Right. Blippi makes $18,800 per day. Oh, That's good my. for $7 million a year. Oh. There you go. Enjoy that, everybody. Make <laughs> you want to say Blippi. Wow. Next time your kid turns Blippi on your television and you go, ah, oh, why are you watching this? This guy's so dumb. Know that when he is laughing all the way to the bank. Literally. He does not care about your laughters. Your laughters fuel his bank account. Does that make you like him more as an adult or not as much? I have a hard time not respecting him. Right? I agree. Yeah. Because everyone will say it and go, I could have done that. But you yeah. didn't. Yeah, you did. He did. And he. Do- I will give him credit. He knows how to do the cheesy stuff so well to get your kids' attention. It's edited well. It's, it's acted out well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. His songs are good. The songs he does are cheesy and good. I, I, I give him respect. But $18,800 per day. For good old Blippy. That's amazing. It's funny. I was just reading an article from uh, a parent who said, let's see. Uh, oh, it says, hi, Blippy. Are you there? It's me, and I hate you. And then it goes on to say these things. <laughs> oh, says, no. Uh, mom reading this thing. She says, okay, fine. My little son is watching him the other day and wanted to eat fruit because Blippy was eating fruit. Oh, okay. All right, one go. point Blippy. Then Blippi was teaching all about stranger danger, and my kid got up and said, no strangers, whatever, two points Blippi. Yep. Then we watched this video where he goes around on a playground gathering things, and he's like, so weirdly in shape. He can do all the monkey bars, he jumps on all the things, he does balance stuff. Like, I couldn't even do the monkey bars. I heard that's a great episode, too, because he does a lot of things with volume, where he's picking up things in the playground, putting them in this, this, I heard, in this aquarium, (laughs) and then he is... Seeing whether it float or not. I, that's what I've heard. Yeah. First episode I ever saw, by the way. Didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, though, Kev. And this Twice. person goes on to say, the real problem is that there is actually no real problem. Right. And to be fair, I don't know if I saw him, if I'd go up and smack him in the face <laughs> or give him a kiss and say thank you for distracting my kid long enough for me to cook dinner. That is and I think that's Blippi in a nutshell, yeah. right? Where you're just like, I don't know to love or hate this man, but yeah, you know? there's, there's uh, every generation has had their drives you crazy, you know, television yes. program. Yet drives you crazy, drives your kids crazy in the opposite way of super paying attention to something, and then you, there you go. You now have 20 minutes. I hope you're doing the right thing. Can we all <laughs> agree with one person worse, that one thing worse than Blippi? Barney. Oh, for sure. 100%. Barney was worse than Blip. In terms of, again, I'm saying this in yeah. terms of annoying parents. This has nothing to do with the educational purposes and entertainment for your children. Yes. In terms of straight up annoying a parent, is Barney number one or is there one even no. bigger than Barney? No, it's, it's Teletubbies, hands down. Oh, oh those voices that. were bad. Tel- Teletubbies was the worst. They were bad. They, they're number one. Although, what's that one now that people always text in? Uh, the little boy, what is his name? The little boy. Oh, I never saw it. Dang it. Somebody texted it. Annoying child. Well, actually, I could just Google annoying child. 
children's shows. Annoying Most annoying kids shows. Man, I, Jay, I can't think of what that might be. Kalu. I, I don't Kalu, know much I about know that, that one. one. That's Caillou. the one. Kai, is that what it is? Caillou. I Caillou. don't know much okay, about him. I yes. think he's. I feel like I put him in the same boat as Dora the Explorer. But I don't know anything about Caillou. I don't, I don't either. either. But people always say that okay. because there's something in the show, like the way he says his name or they repeat his name a lot or something, that just drives people crazy. I mean, it looks real dumb. <laughs> but Teletubbies, I think, is number one. Barney's number two, literally. And huh? there's nothing wrong with Dora. She's fine. 